This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, here we are. It is a Friday. It's your buddy, Adam the Bull. And it is the latest episode of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. On today's podcast, we recap an awful performance by the Giants and a great performance by the Niners on Thursday Night Football. We look ahead to this weekend's action, including the Browns desperate to get a victory at home against the Tennessee Titans, and how much will Kareem Hunt play in this game for the Browns now that he's back in the fold. Plus, I'll give you all my picks for week number three, except for the Monday night games, we'll say we will have a Monday podcast. We'll save that for Monday. That's all coming up on the dis- on this edition of me, the bullpen with me, Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right, let's start with last night's game. Giants and the 49ers. Uh, Monzo and I were talking about this before the game. There was there was never a moment in my mind, after the first, you know, few minutes of the game that I thought the Giants could win this game. And I, and I was dead wrong on this. Uh, I thought the Giants would cover. I said, I, I think on Wednesday that the Giants would cover. Terrible job out of me. Um, I was way off on this one. But, uh, you know, the Giants early had their chances. The Niners... Brock Purdy on the first drive, I thought, looked awful. Uh, he he gave the Giants three opportunities to pick him off. They couldn't take advantage of it. Eventually, he gets them into field goal range. They're unable to get a touchdown, but he eventually gets a field goal, and the Niners go up 3-0. Giants get the ball. Um, they they go down the field. They score a, a field goal on on their first drive to even up the score at three. And you're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe the Giants have a chance here, right? Three, three, especially after the the Niners go three and out on their second possession. But then the next two times the Giants had the ball, they barely moved it. They cover a couple of three and outs. And the Niners, of course, scored touchdowns on their next two drives. And once it was 17 to three, the game was over. Uh, I know on the broadcast, they tried to make you think that, that it was still a game because they did get a field goal that only drive later right before the half in the two-minute offense they get a field goal Graham Gano uh, part of the Scottish connection there for the uh, uh, Giants special teams makes it 17-6 and then after both teams punt to start the second half the Giants do get their only touchdown to make it 17-12 now I gotta say if you know me you know I'm all about being aggressive I hate punting on fourth down in in many many situations Uh, I love going for two at certain times, but I didn't understand the Giants going for two in this situation. It was very early in the third quarter, and the Giants going for two in that situation, 17-12. I get it. 
you're like, well, we want to cut it to a field goal. Yeah, but you only to me, you only go for two if you're way down, like say you're four scores down or something like three scores down and and or and you used you're gonna keep having to go for two to kind of allow you to potentially not score one more touchdown. In that situation, I get it. Late in the you know, fourth quarter to cut the lead to three, I get it. But the reality is that you probably weren't going to hold the Niners without any points the rest of the game. So why chase that extra point in that situation? I didn't get it. And again, if you know me, you know how I'm aggressive. Generally, I I almost never am critical of a coach for being aggressive. <clears throat> and that was, but that was to me, that was stupid aggressiveness by Brian Dable. And the Giants have been an absolute disaster. They're lucky to have that one win. They came back against an awful Cardinals team. The Giants don't look like a very good football team. I did not have them making the playoffs this year. Uh, obviously, I still don't have them making the playoffs this year. Um, they Their skill positions are not very good outside of Barkley, who's, who's obviously hurt. Um, the offensive line stinks. They got dominated. Uh, the defense is fine, but as we, as Monzo and I were talking about before, they, you know, they haven't forced a lot of turnovers. Uh, and that's the thing that can be fleeting, but you got to take advantage of opportunities. And they had three opportunities, like I said, in that first drive. Meanwhile, for San Francisco, I thought after the first drive, Brock Purdy played great. He throws for over 300 yards, two touchdowns, including one to Debo Samuel to, to finish it. They dominated offensively, even without Brandon Ayuk, who's been really good for them the first couple of weeks. Samuel played great. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey's just unbelievable. I mean, as much as I love Nick Chubb, and I think Nick Chubb is is the best pure rusher between the tackles, Christian McCaffrey's the best back in football. There's, there's just really no doubt about it. He He's a threat every time he touches the ball. that You feel like, oh, he might score a touchdown on this play. No matter how far away, it, he almost never, like Nick Chubb and like Derrick Henry, to me, those are the three special backs in the league that stand above everybody else, those three guys. But because McCaffrey, unlike the other two, is so prolific in the passing game, you got to put him on top. Uh, but every time he touches the ball, man, he he runs like a just a beast. He is so good and so dangerous, both as a runner, as a passer. He's blocking out there. Uh, he's unbelievable. So the Niners win easy. I should have seen that coming. That's a bad job out of me. Uh, let's go to Sunday's action. Before we do that, I got I got some good news for you. This is really exciting. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money. That's ten thousand bucks. You can win ten thousand bucks in bonus money. That's that's a great job. I'm ineligible for that, but you can't. You're eligible. So let's go. Bet ten dollars in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. It's that simple. And speaking of Bet Rivers, we're going to look at the Bet Rivers point spreads for this weekend uh, as we pick the games here. Uh, those of you who follow such things know we have this competition. We we are given five games. Our guy Troy sends us five games, and we got to pick them, of course, versus the spread. By the way, if you listen to anybody in in podcasts and radio, whatever TV that picks games without spreads, immediately shut them off and don't listen. I mean, this is 2023. I, I, I see there's, I'm not going to, well, I'm going to call it, There's a show on, uh, uh, on, on NFL series XM NFL radio 
on in the afternoons. I think it's like Rich Gannon and I don't know. I can't remember the name of the guy. And they pick games without spreads. What is that? Pick it. And by the way, if you're if you are gonna pick games without spreads, then you should only pick the games that are like four points or less. Like picking the Niners to beat the Giants without a spread is absurd. You get no credibility. I don't want to hear what your record is. But speaking of records in this competition within Bet Rivers, I am leading the way right now through two weeks. Long way to go. It's gonna to be tough to go wire to wire, but I intend on doing so. And I am seven and three in the Bet Rivers picks so far this year. Okay. Uh, before we get to that, I want to get to the Browns and the Titans. That is not one of the five games. I am taking, I am uh, leaning towards the Browns at home. It's not one of my best bets, but I am leaning towards the Browns at home. Despite their brutal loss to the Steelers last week, the Titans had a nice win over the Chargers, a surprising win. To me, when I look at this game between the Browns and the Titans, it's all about one guy. It's all about four. It's all about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, when he was traded for the Browns, I celebrated. Many people celebrated. Uh, off the field stuff aside, on the field, the guy had been an absolute superstar in Houston. Well, we haven't seen that player in a long time. The last time he played great football was 2020. That's three years ago. 2021, he didn't play. Last year, he didn't play 11 games. When he played six games, he stunk. But I and many others said, okay, it's fine. He was rusty. He hadn't played in two years. Well, now that's not the case. And for two games this year, he hasn't played well. We even get, A lot of us even gave him somewhat of a pass for the first week because it was terrible weather here in, Cle in Cleveland against the Bengals. There was no excuse last week. And now, this is it. You got no Nick Chubb. You need to throw the ball. You're playing the Titans, who for the last two years have been one of the worst pass defenses in the league. It's going to be perfect weather here in Cleveland this weekend. I'll even double check it, right? Let me make sure I'm correct in saying it's going to be perfect weather. On Sunday, sunny, mostly sunny and 70 degrees. There is a 5% chance of rain, so it's not going to rain. It's going to be perfect conditions for Deshaun Watson. Perfect conditions. He's got all his receivers. Amari Cooper's fine. He has perfect weather. He's supposedly in perfect shape, and the Titans have a lousy pass defense. Again, they were one of the worst in football last year. They've been one of the worst in football so far through two, two weeks. There is no excuse. If it doesn't happen this week, it's going to be full-blown panic time with Deshaun Watson. This feels like the last chance to turn it around. Not that it will be because he's getting paid a zillion dollars, and he's under contract for the next four years, including this season. But... uh it's going to be full-blown panic time because if they if he can't do it this week, then you've got Baltimore, a bye, and then San Francisco. Oh, boy. This has got to be the week that Deshaun Watson turns it around. I'm going to believe it's going to happen. <clears throat> I say it with only half confidence. I still think the Browns should win it. Like, last week, the Browns' defense should be enough alone for the Browns to win this game. It, what's unbelievable, if you look back at Monday Night Football last week, the Browns lost a game into the, to the Steelers where the Steelers took zero snaps inside the Browns' 30-yard line. Zero. And they had negative seven yards in the fourth quarter, and they were losing to start the fourth quarter, had negative seven yards in the fourth quarter on offense, and won the game because of a turnover. Can't have that. 
I think some of those were fluky. I think the Browns will win this game. I'll lay the three and a half. I'd like it better at, at, at two and a half, but uh, it is what it is. So uh, I'll lay the three and a half with the Browns. I think they'll win by four to seven points. I get it. It's hard to have uh, confidence. There's a lot of times you think the Browns are going to win and they, they often lay an egg. All right. I want to get to the games now. <clears throat> oh, one other thing on the Titans Browns before I move on to some of the other games. Kareem Hunt, of course, did, did the podcast earlier in the week, right before he signed. We talked about, I talked about what his role would be if he signed, but now that it's official, I do think he's going to play this week. Uh, he has stayed in shape in the offseason. He's been living in Cleveland. So obviously they got a good look at him before they re-signed him. Uh, for those who don't know, Kareem Hunt is from Cleveland. So he was living here, even though he was not on the Browns or didn't, I mean, he didn't have a job. But uh, I, I don't expect him to play a ton. Because there's a difference between being in shape and being in football shape. And I can't imagine he's in any way. I don't, I don't know how you could be in football shape without playing football. He can't play a lot in this game. Jerome Ford's going to be the main guy for the Browns. And, and I think they're going to give him a chance to establish himself as, as the A back. But I think Kareem Hunt will play a role. I think he'll be active. And I think uh, I could see him getting three to six touches in this game. Wouldn't be surprised if he even got a touchdown. I know I haven't looked at. I honestly haven't looked at the the prop bet for that at Bet Rivers, but uh, it wouldn't stun me if the Browns went to him with a little a little uh, pass in in the red zone. That would that would not be surprising. All right, let me give you uh, let me give you the five games that we uh, did this week on Bet Rivers, the five best bets, and then uh, I'll get to the other games as well. So this one was the toughest one for me of the five games we had to pick: the Colts and the Ravens. I, I had a real hard time with this. Ravens are favored by eight. Um, I, this is a game I would probably honest. I'd probably stay away from it if I didn't have to pick it. I, the other four games, I, I kind of came too easily. But this one, I was go I was really going back and forth on this one for a while. In the end, I did take the Colts to cover the eight points. Um, at first, I was like, nah, you know, maybe I'm doing the same thing I did with the Giants and and uh, and Niners. But here's the difference. The Ravens ain't Ravens have a you know decent defense, but they're not nearly as good as the 49ers. I think we tend to give them too much credit. The Ravens and Steelers always get credit for having a good defense, even when they don't. Now, their defense isn't bad, but uh Anthony Richardson looks like he's gonna play. Yeah, he's he's been productive for the Colts so far this season. They won last week. Now it's a much more tougher opponent this week, and they are on the road. But I think the Colts stay the Colts are looking like a competitive team. Uh, Zach Moss played really well out of the backfield for them last week. Michael Pittman's played great. And I think the Colts do just enough to stay within a touchdown. So I'll take the Colts plus eight in this one in Baltimore Sunday at one o'clock. Second game in the Bet Rivers uh, picks of the week. The Jets are at home playing the Patriots. The Patriots have dominated the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson, of course, is playing for the Jets. The Patriots are 0-2. The Jets are 1-1. The, um, so what happened was, you know, obviously uh, the Jets were terrible last week against Dallas. But New England is not any good either. Um, to me, as bad as Zach Wilson is, I don't think Mac Jones is much better. I think they both stink. Now, obviously, the, the Patriots have the edge at coach, but I actually think Robert Sala is, you know, a pretty decent coach. I don't love him, but I think he's, he's not elite, but I, I think he's a solid coach. I think their defense, which got embarrassed last week, comes ready to play against an offense that's not nearly as productive 
as Dallas has been, obviously, so far this season. And the Jets are getting points at home. I know it's the Patriots, but it's not the same Patriots. I'll take a home. I'll take a home dog um, in a game where I don't think either team is that good. So I'll take the Jets plus the two and a half in that one. Next one in the Bet Rivers best bets, the Bills and the Commanders. The Commanders are at home. Uh, the Bills week one looked awful, obviously lost to the Jets, even without Aaron Rodgers at all the turnovers. The Commanders have played well. They had a, a nice win week one against Arizona. I mean, Arizona stinks, but last week they came back. They looked, they struggled in the first half, but then the defense locked down and they played real well in the second half. The Commanders have, have uh, had Chase Young and Chase Young, man, that guy's a difference maker when he can play. He's been hurt a lot, uh, but I'm going to take Washington with the points. I think the Bills probably win a close game here. But, you know, again, I, I I think the Bills are good. I don't think they're amazing. Now, they played great last week. They bounced back in a nice way, but they're playing a terrible team. This this week, I remember, Washington was my surprise team to make the playoffs this year, so I'm not surprised they're off to a 2-0 start. Now, I do think the Bills will win the game, most likely, but I think it's a toss-up. I think it's a field goal game. So I'll take the commanders, who I think are a decent team, decent, at home, getting six points. All right, next game on the Bet Rivers bet, best bets is the uh, Chiefs are at home against the Bears. I was trying to think, I was trying to give myself an argument for taking the Bears, right? Uh, but the Bears, last week I took the Bears, one of my three losses in the two weeks. I took the Bears, who should have covered, and then, of course, Justin Fields had the ball down three. They were covering, and he throws a pick six, and there goes the cover. Uh, Justin Fields has been a disaster. The Bears got all kinds of problems right now. The Chiefs, meanwhile, they have not put it together yet. They looked lousy against the Lions. The offense did not click against the Jaguars. They did just enough. This is the week to me that the Chiefs go off. The Bears stink. They get overhyped over year, uh, many years because they're a Chicago team, big market. Everybody was overhyping Justin Fields. I've consistently said I'm not a believer in Justin Fields. The Chiefs defense looked good last week. They are going to smoke the Bears. I think they win by three touchdowns. I'm going to lay the 12 and a half with the Chiefs at home. And the final um, Bet Rivers best bet is on, on our board is the Dolphins. The Dolphins are uh, – why can't I find the Dolphins game all of a sudden? Oh, there we go. Dolphins are at or at home against the Broncos. That's a 1 o'clock game on Sunday. The Bet Rivers line is 6.5. Love the Dolphins at home this one. This was the easiest pick for me. I I, I, I do not think Sean Payton – I think Sean Payton is like a little – I know he wasn't out of the game nearly as long, but Sean Payton feels a little John Grudeny. Like he came back a second time and he just wasn't the same guy. Again, not as many years off, of course, but uh, that's how it feels to me. I don't believe in the Russell Wilson bounce back. Uh, I don't think his teammates believe in it. They're not letting Javante Williams play enough. They don't have great receivers. The Dolphins offense is cooking and they will win this game by at least a touchdown. I'll lay the six and a half with the Dolphins at home. So those are the Bet Rivers best bets of the week. Rapid fire. Here are my other picks for all the other games. Packers at home against the Saints. Uh, a Sunday, one o'clock. Packers are a one and a half point favorite. I'll take the Packers at home. 
Jaguars are an eight and a half point favorite at home against Houston. Jaguars offense looked terrible last week against Kansas City. They bounce back this week and get uh, and win by double digits. I'll take the Jaguars at home. Falcons and Lions. This is an interesting one. One o'clock. Um, Lions lost last week. Falcons um, are uh, Falcons are two and zero. Oh. Uh, it's been pretty wild the, the start that they've gotten off to. But they they are committed to what they do, which is running the football. That being said, I, I don't buy them as a three and zero team. I'll take the Lions at home by three and a half. Chargers and Vikings, another one o'clock game. Always tough. This is a tricky one. Both teams off to bad starts. Uh, both teams desperately need this win. The game's in Minnesota. Chargers got to play uh, a game 11 a.m. their local time. It's in Minnesota, so it'll be noon. Uh, that's actually a 10 a.m. game, California time. It's it's a, a noon game, Minnesota time. I'm going to lay the Vikings. I think the Vikings have played better overall than the Chargers. I'll lay the one point with the Vikings. I'll take the Seahawks minus six at home against Andy Dalton and the Carolina Panthers. I'll take the the um, Cowboys on, on, on Sunday at 425 to win by three touchdowns over Arizona in Arizona. And on Sunday night football, uh, man, the Raiders are favored against the Steelers. I, I, I hate the Steelers, but I got to pick them. I'll take the Steelers plus three in Vegas against the Raiders on Sunday night football. That's my picks. That's going to do it for me today. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. Thanks to all of you for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Where else? But right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.